Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Okay, guys, so it's already hump day, and it is already August the 11th, and Andrew Cuomo has resigned the governorship of the state of New York. Uh, he's a scumbag uh, in, in a lot of different ways, a lot of different ways, just a profoundly corrupt and awful person, and uh, apparently like to, uh, you know, have liberties with women and, uh, you know, very inappropriate things. He's a despicable human being, and he knows exactly what he was doing, and he was trying to seduce women. Yeah, I mean, come on. He was, he was trying to seduce all of those women, mostly, most of them. I mean, there are a couple of them, you kind of like, well, you know, maybe, you know. But that's what he was trying to do. And God, I mean, if you're that ungodly successful with women that you have to literally like, uh, you know, bring them to your hotel room and, you know, and turn on the lights. And then as she's getting ready to leave, uh, you know, try and grab her and kiss her and then, you know, feel her out. I mean, honestly, what kind of a thrill do you get out of just touching a woman, uh, you know, uh, who, who is not interested in you? What kind of a freak show are you? Dear Lord in heaven. Sexual harassment uh, really, really became mainstream during the uh, Clarence Thomas when he was trying for um, the Supreme Court, when he was being nominated for the Supreme Court, and uh, there were allegations that he sexually harassed. And I thought to myself, and I don't want to comment on that at all, but I, I thought to myself, why, what kind of human being doesn't know what's wrong and right with regard to, uh, you know, uh, sexual uh, advances on somebody who is not wanting them? You know, you just, you got to kind of, kind of go, eh, oh, well, there's something a little bit wrong with this. I never understood it. But there are people, particularly in government, who, who apparently just, it still runs rampant. It runs rampant. It runs rampant in Washington, D.C. I don't think I'd want my daughter to do an internship on the Capitol. I, I really don't. I really don't. Look what Joe Biden got away with in 1993 with an intern who had her career destroyed. Destroyed. Promising young woman with a, building a resume, wanting to spread her wings and, and, and succeed. And Joe Biden physically assaults her on an elevator. And her, her career is over. Her career is over. Her dreams are over. It's sickening. It honestly is sickening. And that somebody would use their position of power over someone to pressure them for some sort of sexual activity is just disgusting. And he needs to go bye-bye, and he also needs to pay for what he did to nursing home residents when they could have been put on a hospital ship that Donald Trump had readied and parked in New York City, was never used, and Andrew Cuomo was so proud and didn't want to see Donald Trump have a success that he said, nah, just put him in nursing homes. And 
they died in mass. Here's his announcement yesterday. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, and not groping. That's what I'll do. Because I work for you and doing the right thing. God, he got elected with that voice. Is doing the right thing for Is doing the right thing for you. Dear Lord. For you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. And remember, uh, no matter where I end up, I will still be needing interns. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. Okay, bye-bye. Don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out. Uh, Joe Biden says that, uh, and he's taking a little heat over this. He said that uh, he said that the governor did a hello job. One of the Democrats through the years that you spoke with about infrastructure the most was Andrew Cuomo, who is resigning, who announced he's resigning today. You had traveled New York. And everybody knows that infrastructure is about erecting things. Erecting things. When you were vice president to the launch of the reconstruction of LaGuardia, he was (laughs) someone who supported your campaign early on. No, you called on him to resign. No, you condemned the alleged behavior. But you're someone who spends a lot of time with mayors and governors. How would you assess his ten and a half years as governor of the state? In terms of his personal behavior or what he's done as a governor? What he's done as a governor. I thought he's done a hell of a job. I thought he's done a hell of a job. And uh, Is that why so many people are leaving New York? I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. Oh, he didn't say anything about COVID or uh, sending uh, nursing home residents to uh, their deaths. Yeah, there you go. Didn't say anything about that. And, and here he is saying that Cuomo set the gold standard. And the answer is, I, I don't fully know. We've been leaving it to the governors. Thank God the governors have been moving. Your governor in New York's done one hell of a job. He, I think he's, he's sort of the gold standard. And, you know, other than those little you know, sexual harassment things, uh, Harvey Weinstein, one heck of an agent. I mean, just, just a heck of an agent. Yeah, yeah. Other than that whole, uh, you, know, you know, the whole sexual uh, harassment and, oh, I don't know, sexual assault thing. Otherwise, he's a fantastic agent. By the way, uh, sponsor of the program is Stamps.com. If you don't like going to the post office, if it is just kind of a pain, maybe you work an eight to five and you don't get there in time when it closes and, you know, you got to try and make make it there during lunch or whatever. How about just go to Stamps.com, enter the promo code Newsmax. They will send you, well, you're going to get some free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. You can print official postage at your home. Then you can just uh, schedule a pickup or drop off the mail. Newsmax is the promo code, and I'll tell you more about this in a minute. I'm just going to break this down. What Cuomo said yesterday during his presser and, uh, and react to it. Because when there is a bias or a lack of fairness in the justice system, it is a concern for everyone. Not Like January 6th, like the protesters sitting in jail, none of them charged with insurrection. I'm, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. Just those immediately affected. The most serious allegations made against me had no credible factual basis in the report. And there is a... Just 13 women, you know, as witnesses. ...difference between alleged improper conduct 
and concluding sexual harassment. Here's a little bit more. Uh, he, he kisses everybody, by the way. Men, women, dogs, cats, you know, uh, rabid bats. But she found it disrespectful. I take full responsibility for my actions. I have been too familiar with people. My sense of humor can be insensitive and off-putting. I do hug and kiss people casually, women and men. I have done it all my life. It's who I've been since I can remember. In my mind, I've never crossed the line with anyone. I think the key word there, ladies and gentlemen, is... I've never crossed the line with anyone. In my mind, he says, in my mind, I have never taught, I have never crossed the line. Well, your mind is demented and twisted, by the way, <laughs> just demented and twisted. Uh, a state trooper says that he touched her up inappropriately on an elevator uh, several times, actually. The state police handled the interviewing and the hiring. And you handled a couple of state police officers. And one of the two troopers eventually joined the detail. I got to know her over time, and she's a great professional. And I would sometimes banter with her when we were in the car. We spent a lot of time driving around the state. This female trooper was getting married. And I made some jokes about the negative consequences of married life. Well, yeah, for your wife, certainly. I meant it to be humorous. She was offended, and she was right. The trooper also said that in an elevator, I touched her back. And when I Love in an elevator. was walking past her in a doorway, I touched her stomach. Now, I don't recall doing it. Of course you don't recall doing it. That's the great excuse. Now, with Joe Biden, I'd actually believe you. He doesn't remember uh, what he had for breakfast today. But if she said I did it, I believe her. At public events... Troopers will often hold doors open or guard the doorways. And that's generally a sign that they want to be touched inappropriately on their stomachs. When I walk past them... Ah, she opened the door for me. Just go ahead and unbutton that a couple. I often will give them a grip of the arm, a pat on the face. A grope of the, you know... Touch on the stomach. The bit, a bit. A slap on the back. Or on the butt. It's my way of saying... Good job! I see you. I appreciate you. Yes. And I thank you. Yes. I'm not comfortable just walking past and ignoring. By the way, coming up in a couple seconds, we're going to call Andrew Giuliani. He is the son of Rudy Giuliani. He is running for governor in the state of New York and hopefully can turn the stinking state around. Now, here is uh, Andrew Cuomo talking about his three daughters. And, and you know, uh, honestly, sickening. If you have daughters uh, 26 and 23 years old and you behave like this to young women in your office, what kind of a human being are you and what kind of a father are you? I'm going to tell you, I'm younger. I'm about a decade younger than Andrew Cuomo. But when I see women who are in their 20s, I think instead of drooling, I think that they could be my daughter. I think of how I would feel if someone stared at my daughter uh, or somebody, whatever, leered at my daughter. That's what I think. I don't try to hit on people inappropriately. Here is uh, Cuomo talking about his daughters. I want my three jewels to know this. My greatest goal 
is for them to have a better future than the generations of women before them. And I seriously hope they never have to work for a wretch like me. It is still in many ways a man's world. It always has been. We have sexism that is culturalized and institutionalized. Like in government, like in government offices, like the governor? My daughters have more talent and natural, natural gifts than I ever had. I want to make sure that society allows them to fly as high as their wings will carry them. You know, I just, uh, if you have daughters, honestly, what kind of a human behaves this way? When you have daughters, or, or without daughters, what kind of a human being behaves this way, period? All right, let's call Andrew, uh, Andrew Giuliani. He's running for governor of the state of uh, New York, and let's see how he's doing, and then uh, get a reaction to the, uh, the governor resigning. Hello. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Rob Carson calling. Rob, how are you? I'm good, man. Lots, uh, lots of things have happened since the last time we have talked. <laughs> My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. You've been just uh, going all over the state. Let me ask you before we get into what everybody wants to hear, which is, of course, your thoughts on uh, on uh, Andrew Cuomo. How's the campaigning going around the state? Uh, what is resonating with the voters of New York and what are you hearing? It's been going well. So right now we just have another poll. We're up 17 points for the nomination. Wow. So we're looking really good over Zeldin and Astorino. Uh, so we're in a really good spot. You know, there, there's a little bit of the internal party crew uh, wanted Zeldin first, and I think that was kind of the deal that he had made, uh, that if I was going to give up my, if he was going to give up his congressional seat, um, that they would clear the way from a nomination standpoint for him. Mm-hmm. But um, but we basically blew that deal up and said, hey, we need to see where the 2.9 million registered Republicans are here. Yes. Um, and the truth is, he doesn't really have to give up his seat until March of next year. He can. That's when his filing deadline is. So he's going to end up going back to that at some point. If, if we keep up, you know, kind of a double-digit lead on him, then he's going to end up going back, let's say, at some point by the winter or so. Um, but what's resonating, I would say the two things that are really resonating anywhere we end up going are, one, economic development. We've got to cut taxes and deregulate. Yeah. And then secondly, stopping the war on cops. I mean, crime, yeah. wherever we end up going around the state, is skyrocketing. Um, Rochester, violent crimes up 68%. So I know the national media focuses on New York City, but it's all around the state. Well, it makes no sense. Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. It's falling flat on its face with uh, people of color, certainly. But everybody knows that when you when you defund police, when you get rid of police, uh, Chicago happens. Uh, you know, New York City yep. happens. And and I was just in New York City. I went for the very first time to uh, Talkers Convention with the Newsmax Studio, and I could see why people say it's the greatest uh, greatest city in the world. But I got to tell you, there's so much homelessness and so much just. Yep. I wouldn't want to live there, certainly. And been yep. visiting. I'd also worry about my family too you're absolutely right i mean that's one of the things right new york has such natural draw to it that as long as government can make sure the streets are clean and make sure that you know economically they're not uh, they're not charging businesses to to leave basically um there's a great draw to new york unfortunately right now um, they're doing everything they can to disincentivize business to uh, to build in New York. You know, is the as the governor, what would be the first thing you'd go after? What would be the first thing you do in office? First thing we would do, I think, really, especially from a New York City perspective, clean up the subways. Remember, the MTA is a state-run organization, not a city-run organization. That goes back to uh, 
that goes back, you know, 50 years ago mm-hmm. or so mm-hmm. when, uh, my God, now I'm drawing a blank, when Robert Moses basically yeah. had a massive, massive argument with the mayor. And so he put state control, he put control of the MTA up to the state up there because he controlled the governor at the time. Uh, so what I would do from day one is I would get crime under control in the subways right there. Yeah. That way I think New Yorkers could see a real difference between what a city-run basically organization looks like versus state-run organization, and we deregulate starting on day one. You have, you have executive powers as governor to do that. Tax cuts, it'll take it'll take some time working through the assembly. We start that process on day one, but at least we can start cutting regulation on day one. Uh, start helping some of these small businesses who have been crushed the last 18 months. All right, let's talk about uh, Andrew Cuomo and what happened yesterday with his resignation. Alec Baldwin this morning said he's a victim of cancel culture, but of course, Alec Baldwin is a bully, uh, just like the uh, governor. What are your thoughts on him uh, leaving office under these accusations from 11 women? You know, frankly, I was surprised that he resigned yesterday. Yeah. I, I think the last straw for him was DeRosa resigning on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, you know, DeRosa was his uh, henchman, was his, you know, right-hand woman, I guess I guess you can say. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but if you look even as recently as Friday at his lawyer's comments on this, he was what was being known as victim shaming right there. That's what yeah. he was doing, and his lawyers were doing that. Um, so I was somewhat surprised. I, I did think that, uh, you know, he had very few outs. I also, Rob, would, would look at this and kind of say, hey, you know, in the back of his mind, he says, if I get impeached and convicted, I can never run for state office again. Yeah. Now he can run for state office still. So I think that's in the back of his mind. Do not underestimate the size of Andrew Cuomo's ego. Yeah, I saw a couple, at least one uh, New York assemblyman saying that they were going to pursue impeachment for the uh, nursing home scandal. Where do you suppose that would go? Well, I think they should, and yeah. I think that's really the greatest crime of anything that we've seen here, right? I mean, I, I like to say this, and, I, and I've said this you know, a thousand times, but I think it bears repeating because I was in the White House while this was going on. Donald Trump sent up the USS Comfort up the eastern seaboard and into the Hudson River. That way there was a place for sick seniors to go. Andrew Cuomo signed that executive order sending the sick seniors in with the healthy seniors because he did not want to give Donald Trump the political victory. Andrew Cuomo's ego cost the lives of at least 9,000 of those 15,000 seniors. So should he be impeached for that? Should he be should he be investigated for that and actually I think convicted for that? I think he probably should. Now, do I expect the assembly and certainly the state senate to actually impeach now that he's resigned and certain when he's out of office? I think they'll lose a little bit of the political will there. Yeah. So my guess is this ends up dying out and I think that's Cuomo's I think that's Cuomo's strategy on this. He knows that ultimately as soon as he is out of the picture you know the the call for calls for impeachment died down. So do about, I don't expect this being a story in September. What do you think about his bro on CNN? Should he uh, should he be canned? Oh man, <laughs> I, mean, I have to tell you, Rob, it is uh, it's pretty amazing yeah. the hypocrisy that we end up seeing uh, just in the media in general, right? I mean, think about this: he covers him nine or maybe eleven times. It was. Uh, during the pandemic, yet as soon as his brother gets in a little turmoil, it's, I can't cover him because uh, because I'm obviously biased. Well, were you biased when you were covering him last year? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, I hate calling for people to be fired. I, yeah, I'm a big yeah. believer in forgiveness and in this, but, but I will say this. 
I mean, CNN has proven themselves to be a propaganda network. I mean, even yeah. Project Veritas uh, was able to do the investigation where they had employees self-admitting that they are a propaganda network. Yeah. So um, for me, uh, you know, look, I'll leave that up to other people to determine yeah. whether or not he should uh, resign or not. What, what I can say is Chris Cuomo is far from an unbiased journalist. I think that's that's probably pretty yeah. obvious. Yeah. Uh, one, one other thing. How's your dad doing, by the way? I saw him last night on uh, on Newsmax. Uh, I know he's just gone through kind of a going through a living hell. Um, uh, well, how's he holding up? They they are absolutely going after him and they are trying to do everything they possibly can to uh, to try to ruin him. So he's tough. I mean, he's strong. And, uh, you know, I, I admire his tenacity every single day, yeah. um, you know, but but I know that, that they uh, that, you know, when you look at these, you know, these leftists, they want to do everything they can to harm anybody who's close to Trump. And certainly there are fewer that are closer than Rudy Giuliani. So uh, he's tough as nails. Um, I, I admire him so much. Uh, big shoes to fill from my standpoint, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but you know I, I uh, there's just so much to look up to with him. Yeah. All right. So where do people go if they want to help you out and help you out to help out the campaign? Go to nyforgiuliani.com. That's n y f o r g i u l i a n i dot com. We are uh, you know we have 15 months till our election. Uh, right now we're up 17 points for the uh, for the nomination, so we're in a good spot. I like to say in baseball terms, you know, we're in the fourth inning, but yeah. we're up a couple runs in the fourth inning, so it's a good place to to be, uh, you know, in, in the midway through the game, we'll say, or in the beginning stages of the game here. And if you want to follow us, we're on all of uh, all the social media platforms at Andrew H. Giuliani. We have been traveling around the state. We've been to all 62 counties in the first month. We're continuing wow. to do that. It was just at NASCAR last week. It was just at Empire Farm Days, a big agricultural event, and are going to continue to do that over the next 15 months. All right, my friend. Best of luck to you. Hope to talk to you again soon, okay? Absolutely, Rob. Great coming on with you. I look forward to coming on again soon. All right, buddy. God bless. See you. Thank you. All right, there you go, guys. Uh, Andrew running for governor. It sounds like he's uh, rocking it. Rocking it! Now coming up, the shameful walk through the uh, love fest of the mainstream media and Andrew Cuomo. We'll get to that in one second. Uh, If you uh, really don't have time to go to the post office, you don't like to go to the post office, you can just get it done at home, then I'd sign up for stamps.com. You're going to save yourself some time. You can mail and ship anytime, anywhere from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, pay less, a lot less, discounted rates from USPS. And UPS, by the way, so you can save on both of those carriers. All right, Stamps.com saves businesses thousands of hours and money every single year. You can print official U.S. postage and shipping labels 24-7 without having to leave your desk or buy any fancy equipment. All you need is your standard printer. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. You can save up to 40% on USPS or 66% off of UPS. Plus, there's a feature called the switch and save feature. You can compare other carriers so you can find the best rates. How's that sound? There is no risk, and with my promo code, Newsmax, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Yep, no long-term commitments or contracts. So all you got to do is go to Stamps.com, promo code Newsmax, Stamps.com, promo code Newsmax. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Here's uh, Trevor Noah, one of the many people who are sycophantically uh, loved um, Andrew Cuomo, or as he called it, being a Cuomo sexual. The one governor who's crushing it the most right now is Andrew Cuomo. Yes. Thanks to his handling, his approval rating has soared to a seven-year high. And he's even... You might throw up in your mouth a little. Just wanted you to prepare for, for that. Becoming a... Uh, 
something of a crush for many people. Yeah, people online are falling in love with him. And I'm not gonna lie, those people include me. My Tinder profile now lists me as a Cuomo-sexual. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. New to- wow, that's quite a promo. That is uh, quite a promo for your show there, Trev. Wow. Really, really, honestly, wow. Uh-huh. Here's a uh, media montage of love of Cuomo by the Cuomo-sexuals. David, we're sitting by for Governor Cuomo's press conference, his daily briefing. How would you contrast Cuomo and President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo. Um, Truth versus mendacity. Out there day after day after day. Everything Trump isn't. Honest, direct, brave. Real leadership of the kind the president of the United States should have provided. Wow, they're not only uh, just loving up Cuomo, they're digging at Donald Trump. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality, the actual one than the president of the United States. Governor Cuomo has become a national... Don't think that Donald Trump's responsible for the death of uh, thousands of seniors, though. leader. For a lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party. He is conveying incredible strength. You spoke to National Guard troops today in a stirring speech that, if I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you would sending soldiers off to war. Wow, wow, that's sycophantic. This has been a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo in recent days. Wow. He's providing hope. But not false hope. Why don't you just call him the dear leader while you're at it? I mean, you're taking cues from North Korea. Governor Cuomo, yeah. I think, is, is, is one of the heroes on, on the front lines. With all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> who has a daily television show now uh, and has become in some ways... The- he won an Emmy, for crying out loud. He won an Emmy and he got a $5 million advance on a book that not, didn't sell at all. I mean, it did not sell. I mean, the last time I checked, maybe 20,000 copies. It was terrible. It was a face plant. Meanwhile, Mark Levin sold like 750,000 copies of his book. Unbelievable. Eric Bowling had Rudy Giuliani on to talk about uh, Andrew Cuomo's departure. What the heck happened? Well, last year, pretty much about a year, year and a half ago, he was going to be the next president of the United States, right? (laughs) Well, look, it's just deja vu all over again in the uh, Democratic Empire of New York. I mean, this is what happens when you have a one-party city, a one-party state. The last two elected Democrat governors of New York have had to resign in scandals. The last three elected Democrat attorney generals of New York have had to resign in scandal. And we Anthony Weiner, anybody? Got an attorney general who really violated every ethical rule possible in doing the prosecution by press conference. We got an attorney general, James, and I predict She's going to announce for governor sometime in the next 10 days, having gotten Cuomo scalped. Ah. I mean, these people eat, eat up each eat each other up. It's like Tammany Hall, New York. Uh, here he is on the nursing home scandal. You know, put your federal prosecutor hat on. You're a prosecutor of Southern District of New York. Um, is there a prosecution of Cuomo criminally uh, in, in his future? Well, I mean, uh, the, the Justice Department, the Biden... Guys, don't hold your breath. These people never pay for their crimes. They live by a different judicial standard than we do. Honestly, that's the way it is. When is the last time you saw somebody go to jail? A major Democrat, I guess Anthony Weiner, because he, he tried to pick up a 15-year-old. Politicized Justice Department kind of fanned on that case about 10 days ago, probably knowing the deal that was going to be made so they wouldn't have to fan on it afterwards. They decided not to continue the investigation of the nursing homes where thousands of elderly people uh, died, and their families certainly think that Cuomo and uh, Murphy 
and uh, Gretchen Whitmer and uh, Newsom are responsible for. But that one would have that one would have been an investigation that would fan out across the entire crooked leadership in the Democratic Party. So they got it pretty well confined to Cuomo by using the sex allegation. Here's the thing that really, really, really ticks me off. The Democrat Party has no reverence whatsoever for the unborn or the elderly. They look at the elderly as a burden on taxpayers, as a burden on society. That's why they they would rather have you die early so you don't have to uh, take Medicaid and the benefits afforded to you by the government after you retire. And they really hate the unborn, too. That's why they're for unrestricted abortion. And, and you know, they're fine with it because, uh, you know, it, it is a matter of, uh, you know, yeah, I was a fetus, but, uh, you know, too bad for you. Too bad for you. I mean, I live in a mansion and you should live in a tiny house. I, li- I drive in a motorcade. You should drive a crappy electric car. That's the way it is, kids. That's the way they are. And it is a shame that they value senior citizens so little that a man could get away with being responsible for the death of around 9,000 people. And they haven't hauled him away in shackles. It is absolutely remarkable. More from Rudy Giuliani. Where is the accountability for for the things that he did wrong? I think everyone watching right now wants to see him perp walked for what he did. If if those allegations end up being true, where are they? Where's the accountability, sir? Well, here's here's the test. Here's the test, Eric. Uh, has, are they going to try him? There are four district attorneys. The main one being in Albany. All Democrats who have the sex uh, harassment allegations. If it were you or me, some of these would be prosecuted. Let's see if he gets prosecuted or this whole thing with James with a fix in order to get him off the hook and get the Democrat Party off the hook. She decided not to prosecute, which is kind of a giveaway. And, you know, the day she runs for governor, we're going to figure out if it's deja vu all over again. This is what we need. Three attorneys general in a row. In a row have to resign in scandal. Now we want a fourth one? (laughs) Finally, let's see if the Biden Justice Department investigates the dead people that ended up in nursing homes that could have been at the hospital. Of course they won't. Of course they won't. By the way, if you get a chance to, we are on over 50 digital platforms, okay? So all of the standards, you know, Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that, we are all over the place with this podcast. But if you would go to Apple Podcasts on your phone, okay, just get the Apple Podcast app, download it. It's real easy. And the cool thing is you can download a show, listen to it today. Then when you download tomorrow's show, today's show is erased. Now, there is an archive on all of these uh, all of these sites. You can listen to any show, but it doesn't take up any data on your phone. So Apple Podcasts on your phone. If you would do that, that would be huge. Greg Kelly talked to uh, Alan Dershowitz about Cuomo. Kelly has a slightly different take on it. He does not believe that Andrew Cuomo should have been or should have resigned because of this uh, the, these allegations. All right, here he is talking to Alan Dershowitz about the report from the AG. I agree with you. I think the report itself is very tainted. Uh, the Attorney General of New York actually stated, essentially, that women have to be believed over men, that she has a gender bias, that if a woman says something and a man contradicts it, Regardless of the evidence, you believe the woman. I believe women, and you should believe women, she said. That would be like saying, you know, I believe Jews, I believe Greek people, I believe Italian, Americans, I believe... But never believe white guys. No, no, no. Blacks. They used to say in the South, believe whites. They tell the truth, blacks don't. Anytime you engage in this kind of bias, bigotry, in which you group people together 
whether for good or bad purposes, I think you have eliminated your objectivity. And so I think the report should be discounted. Okay, well, it'll be settled in court. Here is uh, what's next. What's next, Alan Dershowitz, with regard to uh, the governor? There may still even be an impeachment proceeding. They can impeach, as they tried to do President Trump, a former uh, governor. There'll be civil suits. I think the most that he has to be worried about now is civil suits. I don't think the criminal complaints will go forward, but the civil complaints probably will. Good. Then he'll get sued and maybe have that $5 million book advance, uh, you know, distributed against those he would victimize. Here's a little bit more from Alan Dershowitz. Look, I feel sorry for the Cuomo family, but I feel sorrier for the Constitution because the Constitution suffers when this kind of guilt by accusation, that's what I entitled my book, Guilt by Accusation, when this kind of guilt by accusation is allowed to go forward. We have to stop it. We have to fight against it. I've been fighting against it. And I urge others to join me and others in that fight. Women have to be heard and listened to. Their claims have to be investigated. We can never go back to the day when women were disbelieved or when you need special corroboration for women's testimony. But no thumb should be put on the scale based on gender. All right. So uh, let's move on from the uh, Cuomo stuff, shall we? Let's move on because there's a lot of other madness going on in the country with regard to COVID and with regard to the new strain of COVID. And if you're paying any attention at all, you don't need to worry about it uh, by and large. And uh, I've shared data on your chances of getting COVID, particularly if you're vaccinated, are incredibly, incredibly low. And your chances of dying from this strain are even lower. Uh, here is Anthony Fauci saying that all teachers must be vaccinated. And, and he says something at the end of this that I think you're going to find pretty entertaining with regard to, I don't know, freedom. Dr. Fauci, do you agree with Randy Weingarten, the head of the largest teachers union in the country? who came This is on uh, Morning Joe, by the way, on yesterday. MSNBC. And said, yes, teachers should be vaccinated inside schools. Do you think they should be mandated to be vaccinated? Yeah, I'm going to upset some people on this, but I think we should. I mean, we are in a critical situation now. We've had 615,000 plus deaths, and we are in a major surge now as we're go- going to an election year. Going into the fall, into oh, the school yeah, that season. Too. Yeah. This is very serious business. You would wish that people would see why it's so important to get vaccinated. But you're not going to get mandates centrally from the federal government. But when you're talking, and you shouldn't talking about local mandates, mandates for schools, for teachers, for universities, for colleges. I'm sorry. I, I mean, I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something. Ah, there's the money shot right there. Let's listen to that again. People must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something. But I think we're in such a serious situation now <laughs> that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. That is just amazing. It is, it's a throwaway line. The personal freedom, individual liberty. That's, you know, that's just a throwaway line. Unbelievable. Here is CNN medical uh, contributor Lena Wynn, who is just, I mean, certifiable. Just certifiable. Just overreactive and, uh, and uh, very inflammatory. Um, here she is on the Situation Room talking about uh, kids in schools uh, needing to wear 
N95 masks, some other other things. Well, this is now one of the most dangerous times in the pandemic when it comes to children, because we have the more contagious Delta variant, we have surges, and we have so many adults letting down their guard, not wearing masks, not getting vaccinated. That's contributing to this really dangerous environment for children. That said, we do know what it takes to get our children back in school safely. We also know that it requires layers. And so when we remove a layer, for example, we remove the layer of distancing because we can't get kids back in school distancing never worked it was a lie in person full-time if we still keep somebody who is six feet away from you is uh, no more likely to infect you if you're five feet away from them six feet distancing but if we remove that layer then indoor masking becomes even more important universal masking as andy mentioned i'm just so sick of this aren't you just sick and tired of this aren't you is this the way you want to live the rest of your dang life because this is what democrats want type of mask also matters ideally kn95 or n95 if the child is able to tolerate that, if not, at least a three... If they can handle breathing their own waste all day in a mask that it won't even escape. Apply surgical mask. Cloth masks are not enough. Improved ventilation. Unreal. Vaccination for the teachers and staff and parents. And very importantly, testing as well. We should at least be having weekly testing for all the unvaccinated children and staff. Putting all that together is how we can get kids back in school. Unbelievable. And un acceptable. Here is Rand Paul. I'm just going to play this again. This is Rand Paul talking about the new strain of the coronavirus and how not deadly it is. Right now, they're going back to masks saying it's the Delta variant. Well, there's one large study out of England from Public Health England, 92,000 patients. And do you know how many people died in the vaccinated wing of this under age 50? Zero. Do you know how many people died? There were 52,000 people unvaccinated. Do you know how many people died? Um, All of them? Six. That works out to 0.08% less than the flu. That's under age 50. Over age 50, it was about half as many people died as were dying last year. So the Delta variant is more transmissible, but less deadly. So knock it off with the hysteria. Here's an insane teacher. I saw this this morning on uh, on Twitter, I believe, and uh, she is really, really furious and been driven to tears because her school is not mandating masks. I need to go home. Instead, I'm sitting at my desk crying because we just got word from our superintendent that masks will not be required in our school district this year because the school has to respect the choice of parents that don't want to have their kids in a mask. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. And that's just the most bullshit reasoning. And I'm so over it because there is no such thing as a personal choice in a pandemic because I have no choice now to send my child to school in a way that will be safe for them. I just put the mask on. Put the old M95 on there. Because my child's mask will do a great job of protecting I wish you were wearing a mask right now. Not because of your health. The other kids are... My, my eyesight. ...around her. But I have no choice not to have my kid coughed on by her classmates. I think you need to up your meds. Or even start them. Here is the uh, the absolutely insane chief health officer of Australia, Dr. Carrie Chant. I want you to listen to what she is recommending Australians do with regard to this variant, which is more contagious and much less deadly. We need to limit our movements. We need to consider whenever we leave our house that anyone with us, anyone we come into contact with, could convey the virus. So whilst it is in human nature, 
to engage in conversation with others. <laughs> this is fantastic. Wow. She wants people not not to just restrict speech like on social media, which is what all the major social media companies are doing with regard to the virus. And literally shut up. To be friendly, um, unfortunately, this is not the time to do that. So even if you run into your next door neighbor in the shopping center, in the Coles, while you're at Coles Woolworths or Aldi or any other um, grocery shop, don't start up a conversation. Un. Unbelievable. This woman should be driven from office. Now is the time for minimizing your interactions with others. Even if you've got a mask, do not think that affords total protection. We want to be absolutely sure that as we go about our daily lives, we do not come into contact with anyone else that would pose a risk. Unbelievable. I think she's so ignorant, she doesn't even know what she said there. I really, honestly, this is uh, hysteria uh, supreme. This is uh, madness. This is absolute madness. Oh, this is interesting. Columnist Andrew Sullivan appeared on CNN, uh, and he says the U.S. is wrong to pursue illusionary victory over COVID. Says kids are 18 times more likely to drown than of the virus. Here is this exchange with him and Anderson Cooper. There's certainly, though, millions of Americans who cannot be vaccinated, we're talking about, you know, immunocompromised or children under the age of 12, shouldn't a society like ours do what they can to protect those who are defenseless? Yes, we should. And I, I certainly think we should vaccinate each other and, and be vaccinated. But the, uh, the risk is really very small to children. If, if you're 18 times more likely to drown if you're ages one to five than to die of COVID, I think putting it in some sort of perspective for children, which is it's not that serious a disease at all. It's like a bad cold. Um, the immune- if they have any symptoms at all. You know, compromised are going to be, unfortunately, vulnerable for a long time. This now, we now know, is a virus that transmits from vaccinated people. So we're going to have to live with this thing. We're going to have to be vaccinated consistently against it because it's not going away and it's going to be here. And the goal is not to pursue an illusory victory over the virus, but to learn how to live with it and actually live fully alongside it. Imagine that. Imagine living your life and enjoying freedom. That's just not democratic. I mean, like Democrat uh, Party, not, not democracy in general. The Democrat Party. Finally, before I go, I'm going to play this entire video. Laura Morris was a fifth grade teacher at Luckett's Elementary in Leesburg, Virginia, Loudoun County, which has been known for its promotion of CRT in schools. Uh, Neighboring counties do the same thing. Loudoun County adopted rules for the public comment section of board meetings that prohibit a general audience and allow only 10 scheduled speakers to enter the building at a time. This teacher was angered by emails sent by the superintendent last year reminding her that a dissenting opinion is not allowed even to be spoken in my personal life. She quit. And then to add insult to injury at the end of her speech, a very emotional speech, they cut off her mic. Remember her name. She is Laura Morris, and I hope she gets hired immediately at a school district that doesn't teach this crap. My name is Laura Morris. I have been a teacher in Loudoun County Public Schools for five years and a teacher for 10. In that time, I have learned so much, being on the cutting edge of educational technology and working with a diverse population of students that I have loved. 
This year, I have the privilege to follow my amazing fourth graders up to fifth, and I have been excited about this all summer. On the other hand, this summer I have struggled with the idea of returning to school, knowing that I'll be working yet again with a school division that despite its shiny tech and flashy salary, promotes political ideologies that do not square with who I am as a believer in Christ. After reading about your lack of consideration for the growing population of concerned citizens in this division, clearly evidenced by this empty room tonight where you shut the doors to the public as well as the emails sent by the superintendent last year reminding me that a dissenting opinion is not allowed even to be spoken in my personal life going so far as to send a form to my colleagues and i encouraging us to fill it out if we hear one another speaking against the controversial policies being promoted by this school board and adopted in this county not only that but within the last year i was told in one of my so-called equity trainings that white christian able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools and that quote This has to change. Clearly, you've made your point. You no longer value me or many other teachers you've employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. School board, I quit. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this county to flood the private school. And that's where they cut her off. (laughs) That's where they cut her off. Wow. Just wow. We live in uh, maddening times right now. We've got a Democrat party that wants to push a $5 trillion spending bill down our throats that our children will have to pay for. It has nothing to do with infrastructure. It's purely opportunistic socialism, voting and, uh, and passing things against the will of the people. I would venture to say, and I've said this before, that the founding fathers' grievances that formed the United States of America pale by comparison to the abject and absolute corruption going on in Washington, D.C. And it is time for a peaceful revolution. It is time for a peaceful revolution. It is time to say no. No to mask mandates. No to vaccine passports. No to out-of-control government spending. No to an open border. All right. That said, I want to remind you, if you would, please go to stamps.com, enter promo code NEWSMAX to get your digital scale and free postage and, uh, and check it out. In the meantime, as I always say, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt. Try not to go insane. And above all, guys, until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.